Good morning and welcome to another edition of Today's Nutrition, where we look at what is new in research, what's hot in the news, or any topic that can help us lose weight, be healthier, or live longer better. Well, in today's episode, we're going to be exploring a hot topic. Actually, it's a class of weight loss drugs. Rather, they are peptides, proteins, called GLP-1 agonists. You know, it's a type of medication first used to manage diabetes, and then because almost always it showed weight loss, it's now being marketed as an easy weight loss drug. So I'm going to dive into the pros, the cons, the side effects, and alternatives to these drugs and what you absolutely need to know if you are taking them. So you've likely heard the headlines that the new class of GLP-1 agonist drugs have silly names designed to have subliminal subconscious effects to make you want to run to your doctor and ask for these drugs. They have like ridiculous names like Wagovi or Ozempic or Victoza, semi-glucide, or Saxenda or Ribelsis or Manjaro. And they are flying off the shelves so fast that the pharmacies are running out. And so, you know, are you taking these drugs for weight loss really worth the cost? Are they safe? Do they yield weight loss that lasts? So I'm going to talk about these issues, but especially the long-term health price people may have to pay if they rely on these drugs for weight loss. From the start, I'm going to tell you I have my bias. Of course, we all have biases, and they definitely color how we represent things. I'm going to try to be open to the benefits, but I'm also going to tell you the whole story the way I see it. You know, when have we ever found a miracle pill that helped us lose weight almost effortlessly without it coming back to bite us in the hind end? I mean, you can go back to the 1900s when they used tapeworms for weight loss. Ah, gross. Or 60 years ago, it was amphetamines. And then there was the fen-fen debacle, the ephedra. You had bypass surgery. Almost the five decades I've been in the field, I see a, a lot. Honestly, none of them have worked long term. So let's get started and see a bigger picture and let's start the discussion. To begin with, what is a GLP-1 agonist? Well, GLP-1 stands for glucagon-like peptide 1. It is a hormone naturally produced by the body to regulate blood sugar levels. GLP-1 agonists are primarily used in the treatment of type 2 diabetes and now obesity. Now, as someone who has worked with the hormones of appetite, blood sugar, insulin resistance, and weight loss, I know glucagon. It's my friend. It makes you metabolically flexible. When blood sugar goes down between meals, glucagon will break down fat to make blood sugar come up, so it keeps you going seamlessly. Glucagon is a magnificent hormone. And GLP-1 agonists have several advantages. They're going to promote insulin secretion from the pancreas, so you're going to get better blood sugar control. You know, they're going to kind of work like our own body. 
or maybe they won't. We're not really sure. We aren't really sure how they're working, and and that kind of concerns me. And if they're working like our body does, then yes, it could have cardio and neuro brain protective effects. They may decrease inflammation, and it may get rid of old damaged cells, may have good implications for learning and memory, reward behavior, and palatability. But I have to say, a really good healthy diet and weight loss is going to do that too. You don't need extra GLP-1 for that with all the potential other things you're going to get. So they also talk about the benefits. It slows down the emptying of the stomach. And that is so good for controlling appetite and promoting weight loss for people that are struggling with obesity and overweight. And after all, Three-fourths of Americans are obese or overweight, so they have a hungry market, so to speak. Great marketing. Okay, so it's almost effortlessly going to help you stop eating and lose weight. You know, I have some friends that have told me they had no desire to eat, and they really didn't want to eat protein. So as far as I can go into later, I'm going to tell you that is a really big downside. When you lose weight fast, that is bad. So some of the side effects, like any medication, GLP-1 agonists do have their drawbacks. One significant one is the cost. These drugs tend to be more expensive than any other diabetic medication, and that can pose a real financial burden. It can cost, in a year's time, about $15,000. So even if insurance pays, you're going to pay in the long run because premiums go up and my premium's going to go up. Another potential downside is that they are injectable refrigerated medications. So that's a challenge. But there's also another study that shows these drugs can have an increased risk for intestinal obstruction. Other real common side effects, nausea, vomiting, and diarrhea in up to 25% of the people, but also constipation, stomach pain, headache, fatigue, dizziness, gas buildup, belching, and low blood sugar. Also, gastroenteritis, which is an intestinal infection, uh, esophageal reflux, heartburn, because the stomach empties so slowly. And it's not recommended with people with gallbladder problems or a history of medullary thyroid cancer. Now, this one I really love, and I guess it only makes sense to them. But when asked, what should you avoid eating or what should you eat when you take these drugs? Yeah, I get this. The answer is, you should avoid regular consumption of foods high in fat, sugar, and calories. Well, duh. Those changes alone are going to eliminate the need for medication altogether. But anyway, one common warning is that users may need to take the medication for life to keep the weight off because, and I think the biggest downside is that as soon as you stop taking this very expensive drug, the weight comes back even faster and more. You know, the body wants to rebound to protect against starvation. So, And my friend had this as well, an almost ravenous appetite emerged. So you're going to get really hungry, and then the rebound weight is rapid 
because the rapid weight loss caused muscle loss. And if you're going to do anything else right now, come back and listen to this. There was this study, actual several studies now, that showed the rapid weight loss from GLP-1 medications like Ozempic or Wagovi would cause decrease in muscle mass, bone density, lowered your metabolic resting weight, and led to sarcopenia. Sarcopenia is the loss of muscles, strength, and function, and typically is associated with getting really old. And as I have stressed in the last few months, muscle mass is the biggest predictor of healthy longevity. So the rapid weight loss that's seen with GLP-1 is up to 50-50 fat loss to muscle loss. And that's your basal metabolic rate. When you lose your muscle, you're losing your metabolism. That muscle is your calorie-burning machine. So when you go off the medication, the appetite comes roaring back with a vengeance. And because you've lost all the muscle, you're going to regain all that weight plus more. And what you regain is going to be almost all fat. And that's the problem. You're going to be worse off because metabolically, with all that extra fat, you're going to have worse insulin resistance, worse type 2 diabetes, coronary artery disease, fatty liver, blood pressure. I mean, I could go on and on. But now I'm going to switch from health problems to, I think, kind of humorous cosmetic problems. I mean, I guess they're not really humorous, but there is this phenomena that's called Ozempic rear end or Manjaro face, and you totally lose the subcutaneous fat that fills in your face and your rear end, and you're left with wrinkled cheeks. Yes, both sets. Whoa. So, you know, when you're on this, you are burning the sub-Q fat faster than visceral fat, the toxic fat on the belly. So that old advertising campaign that said you can't fool Mother Nature, it was so right. So you are left with a flat rear end, a sunken face, and saggy arms. There went your muscle. There went your sub-Q fat that keeps you nice and plump. Okay, and you spent 15000 to lose I don't know, 35 pounds and 17 pounds of that was muscle. You know, you stop the drug, you regain the weight, which is mostly fat, not muscle. And then other long-term effects, along with insulin resistance, it's going to be lower testosterone. I didn't talk about that, but increased fat makes men convert testosterone to estrogen. Yeah, in the fat cells, yeah, there's this enzyme called aromatase that converts testosterone to estrogen. And then you've got frailty. Losing muscle is a long-term health problem that is going to affect your brain and your memory as well. So that's my bias. You know, it's really, is it a miracle with no price to pay? Profound loss of muscle and looking 10 to 20 years older. But if you still want to take it, okay, then let's talk about how lifestyle changes can help prevent the muscle mass loss and the bone density loss while taking the GLP-1s. And this is being almost taken as a requirement by some doctors. The following lifestyle changes will help prevent a decrease in muscle mass and bone density while losing weight fast. 
if you're on any of these medications. You know, I have to tell you, though, that you're going to get the same results without taking the medications if you follow these. So some medical groups feel that no prescriptions for the GLP-1s should be made if the patient doesn't make these diet and lifestyle changes. Okay. First thing, increase protein intake. A big science review found that dietary trials with higher protein intake resulted in less lean muscle mass loss and more fat mass loss compared to the lower protein intake. So you start with 20 to 30, 25 to 30 grams of protein per meal and start the meal with protein. You're going to get fuller faster and be satisfied longer. That is a huge tip. You know, you can do Greek yogurt, cottage cheese, lean muscle, lean protein, like uh, you can do the air fryer, chicken breast, totally acceptable. Adding beans to salad, choose quinoa over rice or wheat pasta, and protein powders. Love them. And you can make really good smoothies that are going to be a good way to get more protein. Number two, strength training, resistance training. You got to be smart and you got to be strong. Resistance training will mitigate all muscle loss that you would have during caloric restriction. So really, really important to get some resistance training going whenever you're trying to lose weight. Okay, so I have a list of over 30 things that strength training does for you and your mind. But just as a few things, it's going to preserve the muscle mass, it's going to increase your metabolism, and you are going to burn more calories day and night, even when you're sleeping. It's going to improve your mobility, quality of life, increase both your lifespan and your health span. So that is the period in life where you are long-term healthy. And you know, it doesn't take long. You can do two or three strength workouts a week, and my clients will tell you you can do it in 10 minutes each time. Easy peasy. Fill it in where you can. Keep some dumbbells around so it's kind of a reminder then that is an easy way to do it. Third thing you really have to do is get some quality sleep. Healthy, restorative, consistent sleep patterns really help weight regulation and muscle development, but also keeping your stress hormones and growth hormone in check. Sleep deprivation is going to really dysregulate your hormones that regulate hunger and cause food cravings. So, you want some natural alternatives to the drugs? Well, here are the best ones. And I'll give you my my favorite, berberine. Berberine is a natural compound that comes from Oregon grape, my favorite, golden seal, and barberry. It's kind of an alternative that helps patients treat high blood sugar and insulin resistance. There was a good study that found berberine helped improve insulin resistance and reduce the patient's waist circumference, your waistline. In another study, berberine was found to have the same results as metformin in enhancing blood glucose metabolism. And dosage is about one and a half grams a day. So 500 milligrams with each meal. There is one company, Terry Naturally, where you just take one a day because it is, it's formulated so that it has an extended release. 
lowers blood sugar, tames inflammation, reduces cancer risk because it activates an enzyme called AMPK, which may have anti-cancer, anti-aging, along with lowering the blood sugar levels and reducing formation of fat cells. Okay, then magnesium. Oh, everybody is deficient in magnesium, and it's so important for blood sugar metabolism. You know, I think, bottom line, to focus on a drug as the solution is looking at the whole thing wrong. It is our food system, a food system that promotes highly processed, highly addictive foods. And that's why we are such a sick, obese nation. Food today would be unrecognizable 100 years ago. So an answer, I think the answer, is an emphasis on exercise, strength training, and consuming quality food and plenty of high protein to satisfy the appetite, at least short term. There is no quick fix. You can't depend on a crutch. It has to be diet and lifestyle. If you aren't going to change your diet and lifestyle while using the GLP-1s, research has determined you're going to be worse off. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed listening and learning on this edition of Today's Nutrition. I hope it will help you or someone you love. If you want to listen to other shows, you can go to my website, debfort.com, or on iTunes under Today's Nutrition. Be sure to like it so it can be shared with other people. So thank you and have a wonderful day.